Hello, and welcome to the Lacrosse Matrix podcast, where stats make the story. Please enter the matrix now. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to episode number 38 of the Lacrosse Matrix podcast, where stats make the story. As always, I am your host, Adam Levy, and I'm always so grateful to be here with you, telling you about the the nuggets and featuring the players that we love so much from around the National Lacrosse League. So let's get right into it this week. I did want to make a note because I had the privilege of talking to both Will Malcolm and Jonathan Donville who are our featured guests this week. I, I spoke to them not this week, but the week before. This was after the Vancouver win, and that is what I'm talking about and featuring this week. Uh, and I'm also going to be talking about you know, what happened this weekend against the San Diego Seals. But just as a point of reference, every answer that you hear from both Donville and Malcolm Uh, It is in the frame of after the Vancouver game. And of course, my context and my nuggets and information will will be both featuring uh, stats from that game against Vancouver, but also against San Diego. So it's going to be a little bit different this week. Uh, You know, scheduling was a little different. So I had to uh, make do obviously last week featuring Clark Peterson uh, was very special and it was really great talking to him. And I did have these interviews with Donville and Malcolm right after. So that explains that. So without further ado, let's get into our number of the week, which is 25. And let's talk more about Panther City Lacrosse Clubs, Jonathan Donville and Will Malcolm. Let's go get those nuggets. Just a couple weeks ago in week nine of this NLL season, Will Malcolm and Jonathan Donville combined for a total of 25 points against the Vancouver Warriors in the Panther City Lacrosse Club's 20-7 shellacking of the Warriors on the Warriors' home floor in Vancouver. It was quite the win. Will Malcolm scored 13 of those 25 points and... Coming into this season as a frame of reference to to just show you how rare it is to score 13 or more points in a game, coming into this season, it had only happened 29 times in NLL history that a player had scored 13 or more points. Obviously, Malcolm is now in great company. Here are some guys who have scored 13 or more points multiple times. Paul Gate doing it the most at four times. John Tavares three times. Sean Evans two times. Gary Gate two times. That is uh, quite the list of of studs up there, and now Will Malcolm with his first 13-plus point game, so congratulations to Will on that one. Now, Jonathan Donville, who scored 12 of those 25 points, and remember, Jonathan Donville is a rookie. He was selected first overall in the 2021 NLL entry draft by Panther City, and he became only the fourth rookie in NLL history to score 12 or more points in one game, joining a very selective group uh, of Derek Keenan, who scored 14 points back in March of 1992, and then Gary Gate, who scored 12 points 
in January of 1991. And then, of course, Jeff Teat, who scored 12 points in his rookie season last year, and that was back in January. Let's hear from Will Malcolm, who is actually from the Lower Mainland, so he didn't have to go through all the the travel and the hassle to get to Vancouver for this game. So uh, as you'll hear, that that benefited him, he feels, uh, in his performance. So let's hear about how he feels about his 13-point night from Week 9. I was really comfortable just being at home and being at home all week leading up to the game. And uh, once you get one to go early and uh, the chips all kind of started to come together and the ball kept going in and my teammates were making space for me. And uh, yeah, I, I think everyone was just uh, being really unselfish out there. It was easy to put the ball in that. Not that I had a vendetta for Vancouver or anything. I think, uh, I think it's just maybe the style of defense they play. Uh, giving me more space to use my speed. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what the value seems like. I was always happy to be And here's what Jonathan Donville said about the performance that night, and, and he really focused on how he feels and, and why he feels his game has gotten better as the season has gone on. Yeah, I mean, it felt good, obviously. You know, I uh, there's, uh, you know, times this year where I, I probably wish I was uh, helping the team more. Uh, so I, I think that's the biggest thing is just to to know that you're helping the team and contributing to the win. Obviously, it feels good, and then um, you know just to see a few go through the net. I think uh, you know the goaltenders are so good in this league that the, the finishing has been uh, something that's just a day by day process for me to work on. So to kind of see some of the things that I've been talking about with TK and and Downs and other players and kind of watching film on on other guys around the league and seeing some of those things. Uh, come to fruition with a good feeling, but you know, I think there's a fair amount of luck involved in it too. Like, you know, I got lucky on some rebounds and some some stuff like that where you know wasn't necessarily a a perfect pass or anything like that, and I ended up getting a point out of it. So, you know, certainly uh, a fair amount of luck involved, but obviously uh, still good to see uh, some of the stuff that I've been uh, talking about with coaching staff and working on kind uh, of come to fruition. Of course, though, as I've mentioned, this game against Vancouver was in Week 9, and Panther City did play another game against the San Diego Seals in Week 10. And while Donville and Malcolm didn't get 13 or 12 points or even 10-plus points, they still had very, very good games. Jonathan Donville had 7 points against San Diego, and Will Malcolm had 6 points against San Diego. And also, it's important to note that Panther City Lacrosse Club almost beat San Diego, uh, that would have been a huge win and it would have given them a three-game win streak, which would have been huge and especially a huge win against a big Western Conference opponent. With a comeback win against the Wings a few weeks back and then, of course, the big win against Vancouver and even keeping it so close against San Diego, the confidence level is really high for Panther City Lacrosse Club right now. So here's what Jonathan Donville had to say about that. Yeah, I think the confidence level as, a, as an offense has been uh, kind of coming up recently. Obviously, you know, some better games, and I think that lends itself to to guys just ripping the ball around and not being afraid to kind of throw it inside. And then, you know, frankly, the guys are just making some really good plays too. Will Malcolm, you know, gets you some easy points sometimes when you, you just throw it over and, and he goes and makes a play. And, and I think Goche and Grennan, uh, you know, among others, have been playing really well off ball. So, um, you know, I don't think it's been any, you know, crazy huge change. Just, just trying to see those guys and, and, and hit them when they're open and then certainly just, you know, there's been a fair amount of guys just making great plays too when you 
you swing the ball and someone go make a play and get the point out of it. You know, it's nothing that I did. It's just guys, uh, guys going out there making good plays. Malcolm piggybacked off of one of the key points that Jonathan Donville was making, which was talking about the unselfish play of Panther City's offense. Like, like I said, I think, I think it's just unselfishness. You know, I just went back and watched the film on our game. And there's so many times where guys will, will give up a shot to get an even better look to have that one extra pass. And uh, I think that's really it. It's just the culture that TK and Hamley and Gallagher created. And, well, we just want to get the win, and no one's really playing out there as an individual. I think that's really the key. And I know it is early in the season. I know we are reaching that midway point, but still so much time left in this season. But important to keep an eye on Jonathan Donville as he is actually on pace to make history this season with Panther City Lacrosse Club. He is on pace for 72 assists this year, and that would break Jeff Teat's rookie single season record of 71 assists, which he set last NLL season. So if Jonathan Donville keeps doing what he's doing with his assisting, then he will be in the record books. Now we can look at some pretty hard data or some really uh, meaty nuggets, as I guess we'll call them, when we talk about unselfishness, particularly from Malcolm and Donville. They are both in the top six in assists in the National Lacrosse League, and they are second only behind Dane Smith and Josh Byrne for the most assists by a duo in the National Lacrosse League so far this season. The pair have combined for 63 assists. Jonathan Donville has 32 assists so far this year, and Will Malcolm has 31 assists. But for Jonathan Donville, it is not all about assisting. He has stepped up his goal scoring, and he has scored now nine goals in his last four games. He had four goals in the Vancouver game, and then before the Philadelphia game, uh, this was back on January 7th when the Panther City Lacrosse Club played the Rochester Nighthawks, Donville had his first hat-trick in the NLL. He had three goals. Here's what Donville had to say about his increased goal scoring. Shooting it confidently, not shooting the same spot uh, over and over again. Um, and then the biggest thing is just been trying to get the ball to my stick quicker, uh, trying to shoot off the catch more. Uh, I, I found I was, get, I was getting a lot of shots blocked early in the season, which um, A, was very frustrating, and B, obviously, if you're getting them blocked, you're not going in the net. So uh, it's inefficient and it's frustrating. So just trying to get the ball uh, off the catch up in my stick faster, and then, you know, if it is in my stick, trying to mix up my releases and, and get the shots through, get them on that, I think. You know, in the first couple of games, I was I was shooting a lot from way out, and then I was shooting a lot that was missing the net or getting blocked. So I think getting the shots in closer and and um, and just getting them on net and, and getting them really not blocked that has been the biggest thing. And then and then again, once you get a, a few bounces right away, then you kind of get the, the good feeling back and you start hitting your spots again. But um, and that's the biggest thing. I'm talking TK has been, been helping me with is just getting the releases off and, and trying not to get the shots blocked. Now, of course, Panther City Lacrosse Club can't be trading wins and losses anymore this season. At 4-4, four and four, sitting in fifth place in the Western Conference right now, they need to really start stringing together a bunch of wins. So here are Will Malcolm's thoughts on, on what the team needs to be doing to be successful for the remainder of this NLL season. Yeah, I think uh, we've got to keep believing and trusting in our principles. You know, TK and the coaching staff have given us have given us these principles that we kind of live and die by. And 
not that we have a huge system, but we like to play free too. But we always have those principles to fall back on to, to keep our offense moving, keep us fresh, and to make sure that everyone's touching the ball. So uh, as long as we keep, uh, stick to that game plan like we always have, uh, I think we can keep it going. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't want to give away too much of my strategy, but I think I think the it's, I think the system in general is just based on everyone getting to touch the ball, everyone moving, and there's there's always moving pieces. No one's going to be stagnant, and I I think that's pretty obvious when you go and watch film and watch our team. We're always uh, swinging the ball. We're always looking to do something. No one's ever just standing around. So uh, yeah, TK's done a really good job of uh, integrating that into us right away. And uh, on top of that, TK is just and he's. He's a fiery guy. He gives some of the best speeches, and he's really good at uh, getting the most out of his players. You know, he knows exactly what to say to each guy. One of the brightest signs for this Panther City Lacrosse Club is that even though they are at four and four, they are the youngest team in the National Lacrosse League with an average age of twenty six point five two years of age. And we can't forget that Callum Crawford is now a part of this Panther City Lacrosse Club team, and he did make his team debut in Vancouver and had a very successful seven-point game. So that was really great to see him out there performing so well with his new club. So here's Jonathan Donville. Of course, remember, Callum Crawford has been in this league for 15-plus years, and now you have a rookie, Jonathan Donville, who gets to play with him and learn from Callum. So here's what Jonathan Donville said about playing with Callum Crawford, although let's also note that Callum did not play against the San Diego Seals. Yeah, it's cool. Um, you know, obviously, just growing up watching the NLL a lot, it's kind of surreal just to you know play with a guy like that, and I think it's a good boost of confidence, too, to see a guy like that come in and and kind of have show that he, he like exactly what you said. He just wants to help and and be a part of this team. I, I think that's a good affirmation uh, of what we're doing that we're doing things the right way. And then obviously as an offensive player, just trying to take uh, take from him what I can and, and kind of pick his brain on different things. Uh, you know, I think he's a bit better of an athlete than I am. So the, I don't. I think there's some parts that I probably will never be able to replicate. But uh, to the extent that I can, I can learn. Uh, learn from them and, and, and take what I can. It's, uh, you know, I'm going to do that every time. And then, you know, I just think it's great that, that he, uh, you know, just can go out there and make some plays for us, uh, especially when maybe things aren't going as well as it was against Vancouver and he goes and gets that dunk early in the game. It just, it just kind of gave us a jolt and, and let us know that we're okay and, and helped us manufacture a goal when we needed one. And then we kind of got rolling after that. And because Callum Crawford is such a significant star and, and was such a it was such a huge move for Panther City to grab him, here's what Will Malcolm's thoughts are on bringing a guy like Callum Crawford in. Yeah, I think that's one thing that we maybe were missing on our team. We had a lot of veteran presence on the team, but we didn't really have um, someone of his status on the offensive end. And not only does he bring the, the IQ and that veteran status, but he's also obviously one of the greatest goal scorers of all time. So... Uh, obviously, when you add a guy like that, your offense is going to take a huge step. And he said he's a veteran guy, and even if he's not putting up points, he's bringing, he's bringing knowledge and he's helping out all the other, other guys out there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that we uh, picked him up. I'd like to thank Will Malcolm and Jonathan Donville for joining me this week on the Lacrosse Majors podcast. Thank you so much for your contributions and uh, giving me insight and giving all of us insight into what it's been like for you guys to to work your way through the National Lacrosse League and, and to be improving in the early years of your career. 
Now it is that time where we're going to move on to the Lacrosse Matrix podcast poll of the week, and I know what you're thinking. Where is the analyst of the week section? And this week I decided that because we had two budding young players on the podcast that I really wanted to hear their thoughts, and I wanted you guys to hear their thoughts about what it's like playing for Panther City, what it's like uh, to be a young player in this league, and to, to be improving at the rate that they're both improving uh, this season in the case of Jonathan Donville and over a couple years in the case of Will Malcolm. And so that was my decision. So moving on to the Lacrosse Matrix podcast poll of the week, I asked you guys with Will Malcolm at 23 years old and Jonathan Donville at 25 years old, and both of those guys being in the top 15 in scoring in the NLL, are these two the best 25 and under duo in the National Lacrosse League? 67.2 of you said that yes, they are the best duo, and 32.8% of you said no. Make sure if you do want to contribute to the Lacrosse Matrix podcast poll of the week, you can find it on my Twitter, which is at Adam Levy Sports. It will be pinned at the top of my Twitter as long as the poll is up. So make sure you go and vote. And also go check out my Twitter at Adam Levy Sports if you want to know nuggets, quotes, information about the National Lacrosse League lacrosse league throughout the week and any news notes and other fun nuggets that i may not be talking about on the podcast or i may not be featuring in my writing sometimes there is crossover but i make sure uh, i i try my best to not have any crossover in that sense so definitely go check out my twitter at adam levy sports if you don't follow me already and of course i can never forget a huge thank you to the nll's director of statistics rob benson for helping with some of these nuggets uh, without Rob, you know, we wouldn't have some of the nuggets that we have on this show. It definitely helps having Rob supporting this show and have the NLL supporting this show. And uh, very grateful to Rob for all he does uh, when I email him and ask him questions. Thank you so much, Rob. Now, with no analyst of the week this week, that does give us a little bit of extra time to talk about the upcoming games in Week 12. Now, of course, if you might be listening to this and, and either all of those games may have happened or some of those games may have happened, I tend to put this podcast up on Fridays uh, and when there is a Friday game, or in this case, there are two Friday night games, you might be listening to this after those have taken place. So when we look at the Week 11 schedule, here's what is lined up. You've got six games on the docket, and you've got two games on Friday night. You've got the Toronto Rock versus the Georgia Swarm. Uh, the Georgia Swarm are hosting there and are still looking for their first win of the season. It would be great for them, uh, great for their confidence as well, if they could grab a win against the Toronto Rock, who look like one of, if not the strongest team in the National Lacrosse League right now. And of course, Toronto are coming off a 22-goal performance against the New York Riptide in Week 10. The other game on Friday night, we have the Calgary Roughnecks hosting their fierce Western Conference rivals in the Saskatchewan Rush. That is going to be an amazing game. Uh, I don't think that there's going to be too many goals. Alex Bouquet has been very good in net for the Rush, and Christian Delbianco has been amazingly good in net, as he always is for the Calgary Roughnecks. It's going to be a competitive and fierce battle uh, between those two teams, and a lot on the line early in this season as they're both posturing for Western Conference supremacy. 
On Saturday, we've got the Halifax Thunderbirds going to Rochester. Now, Rochester is looking to break their two-game losing streak. Uh, they are still 6-2 and two on the season, which is very, very good. Still in a very comfortable position to make the postseason in a couple of months, but definitely want to start winning games again. And Halifax is one of those teams that look very good this season. They'd also love to, to string a bunch of wins together because... The majority of their season so far has been a little bit spotty. Some wins, some losses, some big losses, and some big wins, and they really want to become a consistent team. Then also on Saturday, you've got the Albany Firewolves and the New York Riptide, both teams who are really struggling this year. Uh, The Riptide, only one win so far. Albany, only a little bit better with two wins, but their production level is definitely going down. If you remember the storyline that Albany, so many offensive changes over the past offseason that it was expected that there would be a little bit of a lag and. Last weekend, only five goals against the Philadelphia Wings when they were in Philadelphia. So hopefully they can do a little bit better than that and and even maybe get a win at New York this weekend. That does bring us to the two later games on Saturday night, and one of them is actually the rematch of the 20-7 win for Panther City against Vancouver Uh, that we've talked about on the podcast today. So what can Panther City do this time around against Vancouver? If Panther City wins, they win the season series, and also uh, they are at home this time, so they can grab a huge win against Vancouver, and that will be, as we've talked about, a big confidence boost. It can show us how strong this team can be offensively again. Uh, A lot of potential positives for Panther City and Vancouver, who's gone through so many changes with their roster. Logan Schuss now injured, Mitch Jones with the wings, Justin Salt out, and and this team is really trying to find its identity. So what are they going to bring this week? Uh, I hope that it's a very, very competitive game, so we'll see what happens there. And then finally, to round out the night, you have the Colorado Mammoth going to Calgary. Calgary, as you heard just a moment ago, they played Saskatchewan on Friday, and then they play Colorado on Saturday. That is not a back-to-back that is uh, weak on the stomach for anybody. That is quite, quite the battle, uh, and then a very tough weekend for Calgary. So if they can win two games that would be really really impressive and make a huge statement and for Colorado they want to really keep winning uh it has been a very tough season for them uh want to bounce back uh against a really tough loss to the Las Vegas Desert Dogs last week really couldn't get the offense going there still missing Ryan Lee which is very difficult but definitely want to be scoring at least more than 10 goals and want to get that production up. So let's see what they can do against CDB and and the Roughnecks defense. That will be another very fierce rival matchup. So very excited to watch that one. And that is going to do it, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on this, the latest edition of the Lacrosse Matrix podcast, episode number 38. If you do want to catch any of the previous episodes of the Lacrosse Matrix podcast, you can always go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and you can find all of them there. If you love nuggets, you know, a lot of these things that we talk about, sure, they change, different milestones are hidden and whatnot, but 
some of the stuff that we do talk about is timeless and I would I would advise you if you want to learn more about the National Lacrosse League and the the statistics that the players are putting up, definitely go give it a listen. Thank you so much for joining me and enjoy all of the games this weekend. We are hitting the midway point and things are only going to get hotter and hotter as the spring months go forward. So be watching all the NLL games and have a great weekend, everybody.